that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height, and to know the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge, that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. Welcome to Love Lighthouse Podcast, everyone. For the purpose of the recording, for the purpose of your understanding and awareness as well, I do refer to that of this point because some people have stated, obviously, with me, like, talking about my serenity out with the Catholic Church in terms of, like, being out with a convent and still being able to say that, you know, I'm a bride of Christ. I have had some level of persecution into this, stating that that is not mentally possible to do that and uh you know what I mean like it was coming up in terms of like a bunch of questions through someone that had persecuted me for my faith and this was through like a mental health team so there was a bit of persecution there and that's some time ago now and they I think hopefully most of them do understand but I know that some other people will still think that even like members of the Catholic Church to people that don't have anything to do with the Catholic Church and so what I state is is that in the video, you hear me saying, and it's obviously translated through to this recording, you'll hear me say that if you think that I need to be in the Catholic Church to do this, that, and the next thing, if you think that someone needs to be in, why don't you go in and stop projecting on me? So obviously that's to people that, you know, project that, they say, well, she should be in the Catholic Church if, and that, you know, well, if that's what you feel, that's probably coming from you. I don't have a lack of faith, so I don't need to be within a group of people that believe or, you know what I mean? Like, I don't need to want to believe in it. I actually truly believe in it. And that's how I'm able to take it out with. I'm able to still be connected with Catholic and Reformed and still visit and help, absolutely. And still like feel supported there by both parties. Absolutely, I do. And still do much support. But I don't need to be in a convent. I don't need to be a nun. I don't need to wear a certain type of clothes to do that. If you really think that, then you should be the one to do that. Why are you standing in front of me making out that you don't have, you know, you're not part of the faith, but you're making out that I should somehow do that? Well, if that is your opinion, take it back to yourself and question yourself why you are thinking that way and why you're um, someone who's also saying that you don't believe and why do you associate is um, there being some importance of people going into the Catholic Church then. There seems to be a lack of congruence there and there's something in your soul that you're obviously being called to heal yourself and to think about. Many blessings. Just wanted to clear that one up there. Um, Yeah, I can walk in the way no matter where I am in the world. That is the real serenity. That is the real belief and calling in God. I simply said yes. Thank you so much, everybody, listening to today's broadcast for more details. This is All Souls Day, so I'm praying for all of us, all of you, not just those who have seemingly departed in some way or another, um, faithful or otherwise. I am literally praying for all souls today. So do come in. It is a bit more unique. Yes, there are links to Roman Catholicism, but there are also links to Reformation, and I will be helping people that have faith and no faith at all. Thank you so much. Come on in. You're warmly invited to attend.
So welcome everybody to Love Lighthouse podcast and the broadcast for today and I'm just changing over my date. It's the 2nd of November 2022 and I'm going to be, God willing, recording this as I have been doing um, at times along with my own kind of like elite page unless some of you more of you are finding me bit by bit but um my page is more elite on on facebook and it's elite in terms of not elitist so don't get those um terms confused it's elite because i protected my boundaries rightly so and now i'm kind of like ready um, at this point to be able to share more so obviously um, if you find it then you're welcome to join me there and to see the live video broadcast at some point too so I'm going to switch on live in just a moment and get started for the day and we're going to go for all souls day that's what today is um, for many people now, I do not put religion over God, I put God first, so we're coming here to this from a slightly um, more God-first angle, so welcome. Let's get started. Welcome to my video, everybody, and um, that gets this. Thank you for coming to what was kind of been, I was going to say what was, or what is, um, it has been somewhat of an elite page and I've just been expressing this on the podcast because I'm going to be recording the podcast broadcast for today which is the 2nd of November 2022. It's All Souls Day. I'm recording this in tandem with Love Lighthouse podcast so you can listen to all of this on there. God willing, as I say, sometimes I do um, make things private or just for friends or, or whatever. Other things I let kind of like remain on a universal um, stage for availability. So let's just wait and see how that um, occurs. It'll all be down to what plays out with the Holy Spirit. Now, I was talking about this, saying that this was kind of an elite page, but don't get that mixed up with elitist. That's not what this is about. What I mean by elite is, is that some time ago, um, in fact, multiple times, I've actually like changed my account, changed it and changed it and changed it. Um, because of things that I have gone through, like I was attracting so many people online. And so it was just reassessing where I was and then my healthy boundaries. So it was coming from a good place, a very healthy place. And now obviously I'm ready to welcome more people that are, of course, coming also from a good place, a good intention place. So welcome and um, much love to all of those of good intent. You are welcome into this today. So let's get started without further ado. Some people recognize this is All Souls Day. I was saying on the podcast broadcast before I came on to the live video um, that ultimately, it's for me about putting God first rather than the religion or the ritual 
or the day or the date of the calendar. So it's always going to be about God first. So a little bit of a different angle here when you come to me, Vicky Elizabeth Semple. I like to refer as um, her grace because of the grace that's on me, placed on me by God, but also to protect God because my name Vicky and Elizabeth are names which point to God, which point to Christ. And in some cases, one might say point to Mary, right? So because of that, that's why I'm obviously referring there um, in terms of grace and using that kind of title over me. Um, That's also a link to my sovereignty. I don't recognise... any other type of serenity so when someone I had to make a statement recently and the um the statement that I made it to the people that I made it to turned around you know I mean because of what their preference was or what their thought was or what their level of knowledge was in other words I'm like no like I don't reckon I kind of like I know what you mean on a corona level but I don't recognize it like In a godly way, God has chosen me, and so I understand that level of serenity. Um, I just, you know, I said yes, and that's something that comes through the Spirit. It's not something that a man can make someone do, or make them sign something and make them do it. It's an actual gift of God. And the person that they were referring to, like, no, like, they never come up with, um, like, the the idea of for example or first the idea of like even taking the vaccine but took it um once it was found out about it that was me that found out more information about it and other kind of governmental issues such as or like ways that the world kind of um, runs like the outburst of veganism from 2014 onwards has been a huge major springboard so yeah, um, that's something that uh, they didn't do either. So no, it's not something you can just say, well, that person is that they're sovereign when they're not connected to God or the people in that way, realistically. Um, when someone is, when God chooses that person, they're doing it through that person and it's God that chooses. So it's not something, as I say, anyone else could choose. So I don't recognise that within that person. So when they were taking down this statement and that person's name came up, I'm like... And they were like, would you, like, do you mean like queen? I'm like, um, yeah, but only, yeah, because of what they think. But no, not personally. And that's not what I said. So why did they try to change my statement? I don't recognize that personally. So I'm going to have to like retract some things or change some things around. But it was just one of these awkward moments because there were so many questions getting fired. But thankfully, as I say, um, by the next day, I um, was able to speak with who were really balanced, helpful, thoughtful, realistic, down to earth and um, calm, all the rest of it, just really good, um, mature kind of thing. Um, that helped a lot. But let's move on from this anyway. So that's the main point of this. That's why I refer to myself the way that I do. Um, it's important to protect God and to protect the position in which I am moving forward in so that I can do that in ways which um, are best for the kingdom. And that's it. 
So if I feel like I need to revert back, then I will, but um, that's why I do that at the moment. So all souls, what's that about? Let's move on to this. So from a God-centered place, which is a very sovereign place, not the outside in, but as you can see, I've started very much from the inside out. So what is and what is this day, All Souls Day about? This, for many people, um, is different to how I might see it. So when I think of All Souls, personally, from the inside out, I'm thinking of every single, like literally what it says, All Souls every single soul of every single being and every single soul every single being many many people are called but few are chosen and that is not god or anyone else who has said yes that's not their fault it's each individual's own relationship with god and and what they're able to to do with what they say yes to and what they don't and what they put as their priority for example some people today will put the priority of ritualistic religion first if they have less of a confidence in their own ability to accept christ which is sovereign and then therefore to lead from that inner core. Some people feel more comfortable being in a group setting that is religious in that way because it doesn't put them out past their own comfort zone. And it doesn't um, mean that they have to accept Christ. Accepting Christ draws you out into the world, out with the comfort zone of the synagogues, as it said, you will be take, you won't be um, celebrating in the synagogues. That just means in the church or in a, a normal place of worship of ritualistic religion worship. You'll no longer be doing that in the church overall. You'll no longer be doing it in a hill. It won't be about a certain place, but it'll be within each of us in the moment, and you will worship authentically in the spirit. That means that we are comfortable with our relationship with Christ in order to go anywhere and not have to put the religion, the ritualistic, even a specific um, church uh, like that as being the be all and end all. It will be more about Christ and God and that is what gives us that courage, that ability to walk through in that way with God glory to God so as you can see already just how much this is focused it's a healthy focus on God first it's a humble way of a heart posture placing God first not saying I'm going to put um religion or all these other things or outwardly worldly things first but I'm going to put God first and go from the spirit and from within so again all souls are doing many different things according to their posture towards God now that's not my fault or God's fault your fault or the other person's fault it's each person's just to reiterate each person's individual walk with God okay now let's have a look now that I've gone from this inside we're going a little bit further outwards in the ring of of what's you know um, occurring on this day so let's look a little bit further outwards so some people today 
will see this um, has been nothing to do with them, nothing necessarily to do with the person next to them, nothing necessarily to do with the group that are going to church or anyone else in the world. People, um, now you're actually coming towards this now if you're joining me, I've actually gone from the inner core speaking about um, God first from within and now I'm kind of moving to the outer levels of how today's day is actually um, worshipped and observed. So we're now on the point when just when you join this actually um, I know there'll be other people joining already as well that I'm not aware of but I've just seen someone join now um, and they will be if you just joined recently you'll be coming in at this point where I'm speaking about the wider um, people within the church who celebrate or who observe All Souls Day. So what is it for them? As I say, it's not necessarily going to be focused on them, the person beside them, or a group of people within their church or even any other groups of people. They will see All Souls as being to do with souls that they believe that are in purgatory. So here's the big difference, and someone just popped off at that time. Oh, so they see it as about souls that are in purgatory. They see it as being different, oftentimes different from what they are going through. Some people in the church who are priests and maybe have quite a bit of wisdom will also count themselves as going through some form of level of purgatory even in and of their own environment, their own lives, and that they are purging. Uh, They are in that level of purgatory and they're kind of like caught on a tree, if you like, like hanging on a tree. They're caught in that loop um, until they feel that maybe perhaps God will come and pull them out. Jesus will come and pull them out. Jesus is going to return to them in a new way that they've never seen before. Now, I am of, yeah, I understand that is very, very much Um, possible but I'm also of an understanding that we cooperate with God we cooperate with Jesus and it's about our walk we do not have to hang on the tree by denying Christ if we accept because I've accepted Christ I therefore move forward but there'll be some areas that will be part of our own unique calling and cause that will mean that to some extent there may be some um and daily for some people there may be some kind of type of reason why they have to stay in a particular order or particular level that is not just merely about their own like you know to and fro it's often about their greater kind of calling as well but it's a mixture of that so that's um a lot of what you really need to know about all souls day in terms of where i'm coming from with it I understand and various different other people okay so many people will be praying for the dead today and they are recognizing that if they are dead these people are dead and in their sins and they haven't yet gone or elevated or been resurrected yet now some people might not be in their sins but they're asleep in the Lord and they're waiting to ascend. So this is another way that it can be viewed upon by some people in the church. And this is a typical um, 
Roman Catholicism day and viewpoint and understanding but people that are in the Reformation, like truly in the Reformation, will understand where it comes from. Because obviously to be truly in the Reformation, you first had to have been formed. You cannot reform without first being formed. So this is people that have Catholic understanding, but they're reformed and some people will call them Protestant, but it's not. It's just that they are moving forward in alignment with what God calls and they are confidently moving um, on in different ways. They may still join um, their Catholic brethren. I was having a discussion kind of similar to this with someone that has come from Glasgow and much love to everyone in Glasgow and beyond. Now he's come from Glasgow and he's come here um, over this kind of like holiday period, right? And he has displayed um, some very, very strong ideals with regards to being for a united Ireland, being about the Republic, referring to himself as a Fing Yin. Um, now, that actually comes from Irish Gaelic terms, obviously, with a Republic type of um, part to it, but also um, more further back, more originally, it relates to a bishop of the Catholic Church, okay? But the thing is, that's quite different because Obviously, um, these two types of people are not always in congruence. And so this is the interesting aspect of this because originally, at the most original point, that is referred to as the bishop, a bishop from the Catholic Church who would be from Irish descent. Okay, it was a bishop thenian, um, I believe. Um... And anyway, so, you know, all sorts of people get in touch with me. People that are like, the, you know, the antithesis, people are very much like, you know, into, um, you know, very unionist. And then I will have people that are presenting that way and then presenting also um, as, you know, being all about Irish unity and not so much the unionist union with Great Britain, so a variety of people. But anyway, this guy, let's get back to him. So he was um, talking about all of this the other night there, and I'm saying to him, look, but look, because he was trying to like come to like sides with that, and I'm like, but but you're not. <laughs> I was like, you're not. And so it's an interesting conversation because obviously it's helping like us to evolve and to understand more about each other. Um, but I was like, you're not a Fenian. Like you're not from the Roman Catholic Church. You you don't do that. Like he does believe in God, um, but he doesn't go to mass and um, he doesn't, certainly doesn't, um, 
side with anyone that has reformed so his propensity seems to be more of a, a an understanding or a, um uh, what would you call it an awareness and a siding for the republic of ireland but he will also try and say that that's to do with as i say that link to to fenianism and he calls himself that but i'm like but you're not because you're not coming from like um the bishop direction or line of thought because you know what i mean like so again i think it was maybe like a prompting um sort of like statement different kind of questions also to kind of maybe like ask him to go out with himself and like give a little bit more in terms of his awareness and i'm gonna have to go and like check out who's making all that noise clearly don't have any anyone watching over them to tell them to stop it people could be in their beds right now doing different shifts it's ridiculous anyway back to this so um in any case uh yeah i mean it's just me trying to get like a little bit more like understanding as well with regards to him um but uh, back to All Souls Day and how that actually is going to be like um, looked at. Yeah, there's there's many different ways in which people are going to be. Um, whoop, to be viewing this, but I'll tell you, quite a lot of this comes from like the need or the feeling or the the idea that it's important to pray for dead and it comes from more so from and this is why it's very much more of a focus in the roman catholic church as opposed to those that um, maybe come from a presbyterian sort of like arena as well this is another reason for this is because it also comes from um the book of maccabees or maccabees and it refers to something that many Catholics believe is talking about purgatory. Um, mm-hmm. So let's see if we can get in and have a wee bit more of a look into this. Got a beautiful um, scene coming up here, but I can't seem to get in. I'm going to show you this actually. It's not lovely. Look at that rainbow over. That's right, quite. I don't know, it's like Italian, Brazil, I don't know, Brazil, somewhere. I really don't know. It's somewhere kind of like. Mm. Seems like something Latin ish. I don't know. Where is that? It's like. Yeah, I do like the image that I see. It's not doing what it needs to do. I just hope that if I switch it back on, do you know what I mean? If I force it to go off and then switch it back on, that that picture will still come up. It's not the Amalfi Coast, is it? Anyway, I'm popping that off. Maybe just like, I've seen it from like pictures, but I don't know from the other sides of it, the other angles, if that could still be it. 
anyway, let's see if I can somehow get this back on and we'll go in further depth. So thank you so much for joining me on this All Souls Day. So I really do take it as like it is, like about like actual All Souls. But as I say, we've gone through the differences in terms of how it's um, looked at by different people. Now on Wikipedia here, we've got, um, it is also known as the commemoration of all the faithful departed and the day of the dead. Um, is a day of prayer and remembrance for the faithful departed, which is observed by the Roman Catholics and the, the and other Christian denominations annually on the 2nd of November, All Souls Day. It's often celebrated in Western Christianity. Saturday of Souls is a related tradition more frequently observed in Eastern Christianity. Adherents of All Souls Day traditions often remember deceased friends and relatives in various ways on the day. Through prayer, intercessions, alms, and visits to cemeteries. People commemorate the poor souls in purgatory and gain them indulgences. Beliefs and practices associated with All Souls Day vary widely among Christian denominations. Okay. Um, now the liturgical uh, colour is black. I had on black with gold yesterday. Yesterday was gold. So... Um, I decided, obviously, in Christ, that that was important to do that. I also had orange on yesterday, which is again all about rise and shine. Um, it also relates to the importance of the grace of God on certain people and um, the very vital point of like not um, persecuting people in the faith because persecution for people in the faith can go two ways right it can go for those that don't have much faith and it can also go towards those that have a lot of faith and other people get jealous of that and so therefore so there can be different reasons as to why people can be and I just feel that when I wear that color it's related very much to the Pentecostal spirit and that gifting of the spirit and that point where we said yes it's like a marriage and so that's how I see that and it's what it represents in terms of Jerusalem and arising and shining in the fullness of faith um, so that was coming across there as well so yeah you may want to be doing this some people um, very much link this there for two this is you know the link to Halloween Hallows Eve um, and how people were celebrating that. So it says here, the annual celebration is the third day of All Hallowtide after All Saints Day, the 1st of November and All Hallows Eve, the 31st of October. Prior to their standardization of Western Christian observance on 2nd November by St. Odilo of Cluny during the 10th century, many Catholic congregations celebrated All Souls Day on various days during the Easter season as it is still observed in some Eastern Orthodox churches and associated Eastern Catholic and Eastern Lutheran churches. Churches of the East Syriac Rite, Syro-Malabar Catholic Church and the Chaldean Catholic Church, a Syrian Church of the East, Ancient Church of the East, commemorate all the faithful departed on the Friday before Lent. Okay, so there are different types of religious observance but obviously we're looking at within the grey so which is you know related to the colour again I'm kind of seems like I've got that on today is more about placing God first so it's not so much about the dates and times um it's something that I see is important 
every day and not just today okay um let's see about more scripture i'm gonna look at the links scripture maccabees and purgatory right Okay, so Roman Catholic Christians who believe in purgatory interpret passages such as 2 Maccabees 12, which is chapter 12, and it's verses 41 to 46. Now, what do I think about the different um, texts? Oh, by the way, this has popped back up. I'm just going to tell you what I think about the different texts that are um, in or still in the Roman Catholic Bible. Hang on. Um, I think that they make sense because by the Holy Spirit and by my life I've seen different things being played out Um, and I've seen things come to pass from scriptures that are in those scriptures in that form of Bible but I also know that the Reformed Bible also held on to them Um, it's just more recently certain types of Bibles or certain types of um, churches have done away with it but it's not something that the reformed church or reformed bible originally did so it's not even like you couldn't even just say it is like i suppose it's like further on in terms of of reformation for whatever reason and perhaps just that you know people see it as these are kind of like extras but they are quite you know important extras as I say because I've definitely seen them come to pass and be very important in life. Maccabees um, is is vital for some people's understanding of really the rededication of the temple and keeping the temple because if people protest too, too much against different things and they go look completely unbalanced and they don't have God in their lives and they put all these other idols um, you know people can end up protesting to that point where they make all these other idols and then they're lost and then that puts them in grave danger so that's why it's important to actually make sure that nobody that's trying to do the right thing and be you know new in their faith walk the new path doesn't get waylaid and end up making other idols of the world right it's so important and that's why i think these books are you know kind of um essential okay so because it gives that reminder let's see gonna actually like show you where that that um picture was linked to as well when i saw it was on the screen but it's now gone so we're just gonna get back well not to any more kind of like little look um interjections with regards to that and we'll keep focused on maccabees so i want to see if i can get that for us um that really important maccabees 12 
41 to 46. Um, what does it say? It says, So they all blessed the ways of the Lord. This is 2 Maccabees 12, 41 to 45. So they all blessed the ways of the Lord, the righteous judge who reveals the things that are hidden, and they turned to supplication, praying that the sin that had been committed might be wholly blotted out. The noble Judas exhorted the people to keep themselves free from sin, for they had seen with their own eyes what had happened as the result of sin of those who had fallen. He also took up a collection, man by man, to the amount of 2,000 drachmas of silver, and sent it to Jerusalem to provide for a sin offering. In doing this, he acted very well and honourably, taking account of the resurrection. For if he were not expecting that those who had fallen would rise again, it would have been superfluous and foolish to pray for the dead. But if he was looking to the splendid reward that is laid up for those who had fall asleep in godliness, it was a holy and pious thought. Therefore, he made atonement for the dead so that they might be delivered from their sin. And that is where it is rooted in. Now, each one of us, whether Roman Catholic or Reformed, are not really having, not really knowing about their faith. In any case, we would like to think that it would be, um, for most people, um, with a, a right standing with those departed obviously and with God um, that those that had departed in such a way it certainly is good to think of them fondly to to uh, want the best for their entire being in every way um, especially that of of course within the believers um, arena that these people will be joined with God in heaven. That is not just noble, I would say it's not even hugely honourable, it's just quite normal to feel that way, surely. Okay, so this is a day then therefore when we pray for all those who have departed and I would go as far as to say that, you know, some of us are going to have more faith and belief that, oh, someone is being risen or has risen we're maybe going to get that feeling already with regards to um someone that we might know that's departed there can be all different reasons for this within our own communion with god that might give us that level of input for example i feel that way with my father now other people that don't have the faith definitely can understand all these things pertaining to their own lives and maybe some others have departed perhaps and those who um, even do have some level of faith may still not be ready at that level to comprehend that because of their lack of communion with God or just um, as I say what the other person still has to go through so they may not have that level of, of knowing or of understanding in that way for a certain other person and that's all understandable these are different variations so, in any case, um, we definitely believe in the resurrection. So therefore, obviously, we would want all souls to be able to be joined with 
God and we would definitely not want um, different people's souls to be going through any torment or any level of purgatory, certainly not hell. But obviously each soul makes that own choice as I've spoken even at the very beginning about with regards to their relationship, their own personal relationship with God themselves and what they agree to and what they do not. That's not something that is any one of our faults but we can still want the best for all people, even those that are alive before they might enter into that. So today, not only am I personally going to be praying for all souls, meaning those of faithfully departed, but I'm also going to be praying for um, the souls of every person that whereby it is God's will and that other person agrees that they may be lifted and risen in alignment with what God is calling them to in this time and certainly to a better place all round and that is for every single soul whether departed or not so you can see how this comes from within with the Holy Spirit and how I'm able to lead forward through in a way which is perhaps quite unique um, it's very sovereign and it's because of the grace is upon me in order to be able to say this and to do this in this unique way as opposed to simply following on and putting tradition first or ritual first or a group of people that have already come before first. No, I put God first through me and that is the way that I would like to pray for all souls today. Thank you so much for joining me and um, many, many blessings once again. Yes, KL is what I'm looking at here. Now, this is really important because you saw how I opened it. And... It's opened exactly at a place in Yes, KL, which is Ezekiel, okay? Whereby this reflects back... To just what we were talking about in many ways and this is one of these major signs that happen that let us know about the presence of God. The top part here talks about the enemies defile the sanctuary on this side and the other one is the judgment of Israel, okay? That is what happened with the Maccabees in terms of the Maccabees took the temple back and rededicated the temple to the Lord. This, if this is not a sign to you, Lord God, I really don't know what is. Um, just for the purpose of the recording on the broadcast, we've opened between Yezkiel, in other words, Ezekiel 6 and 7 here. Even the top of 5 um, is on uh, between these two pages. And so therefore... 
I'm going to make a prayer because this is so vitally important as this also draws to what we literally just spoke of. And if you want to go and look at the video and those of you that are listening on the podcast for evidence of this, if you would like to see the fact that this is opened exactly here for your own eyes to to receive this sign from God, you can go to my Facebook page, which is quite elite, obviously, Vicky Elizabeth Semple, and there you'll be able to see that I did indeed open it up, as I always do, um, in that way, completely trusting in God, and that was the scripture that has come to us, so it's definitely coming through God as um, reflecting on exactly what we spoke of, so I'm even more inclined um, to take Maccabees quite seriously even more so in this point. But I'm also inclined now as a result of this um, through communion with the Holy Spirit to pray that um, all souls particularly um, whereby the enemy has tried to defile their sanctuary. So whether that is through um, projecting uh, negative or, or hateful things onto the people of God, persecuting them, We pray in the name of Jesus Christ now, and even if it's people that have passed away or this happened to them in the past, or people are thinking of people that have passed on in a negative way, we um, release them now. We pray for their release from the enemy now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. May the enemy be rebuked in the name of Jesus Christ now and leave any person of God, the faithful departed or the faithful here, leave them alone. This is said in the name and in the authority of Jesus Christ through communion with the Holy Spirit. Amen. Yes, I can do that as someone who has in both Catholicism and Reformation. I can do that out with the church. I know we don't all have to go to the Catholic Church and do things in a very religious format or in a certain um, way. Um, If you think that is the way that it is, then you go ahead and you do that. don't project that onto me or anyone else. Okay, thank you so much um, for listening in and joining once again. That is a major confirmation there. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm brought now to even further confirmation in Ezekiel. So see the link there with the name? in Matthew, you'll be able to see. 10. And Ezekiel begat Manasseh, Manasseh. And Manasseh, Manasseh begat Amon, and Amon begat Hosias. Let's just double check. I'm just kind of like extending this on just a little bit there to do with a further um, reading. God supports and heals. Oh Lord. Confirmation here. I'm gonna gonna show you. Okay. So we're focused on 10, and what I was getting in the Holy Spirit and communion was this focus on Josias. Josias. Right. Josias. And here when we come and we look at the name, let's take this off. Make it a bit clearer. The name Hosias means God supports and heals. Wow. 
God is indeed our support and I truly believe with this amazing sign that we've been given today once again if you want to go and see all of that if you're listening in on the podcast please go to Vicky Elizabeth Semple my at some point elite page and with healthy boundaries um, obviously open to those respecting loving kind and caring people out there and no one else and so if you are of good intent in that way then absolutely God is definitely sending this message and you will see it. You will see me opening every single page. None of this was scripted um, by me at all. It's all been done naturally. You can see it and you can see the confirmation. God is healing and supporting those people that are faithfully departed as well as all souls that are of God's um, in this time and rebuking the enemy for sure. Thanks so much to God, all glory and thanks to God. Many blessings, have an amazing day and God willing, I will catch up with you all very, very soon. That Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height, and to know the love of Christ which passeth knowledge, that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God.